Okay, so today I'm going to talk about why you should outsource stuff you actually like doing and are good at doing first before you think about getting rid of the stuff you hate. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so this is one of those controversial posts or topics that I've heard banter around a bit and I have an opinion on this and I wanted to explain where I stand and why I stand there. So the sort of the old way of thinking or what you often see spun around is, you know, hire someone who's opposite to you. Hire somebody who loves doing the stuff you hate doing so you can offload all the stuff you hate and then focus on everything you love. And then your life and your work and everything will be so much more enjoyable. And There is a caveat to what I'm about to say because I actually think that, yes, that is a goal to strive for. But if you're just getting started or you're overwhelmed or you're busy, the worst thing you can do is now try to figure out how to get other people to do stuff that you're not good at, that you don't know well, that you're not already doing. And the reasons for that is that if you focus your time now while you're busy, while you're growing, while you're spinning all the plates on trying to get stuff done that you're not already doing every single day by the nature of the fact you love it, you'll probably be doing a lot of it and you'll be good at it as well. If you try and get other stuff done, that peripheral stuff, all the stuff you just don't do very often because you hate it or you're not very good at it, then that's just going to add to your existing workload. So it's a different way of looking at a problem I presented previously, which is what to outsource first. But this is an important take home point about this. So when you're hiring somebody, it's actually really hard sometimes to know how to find somebody to do something that you don't know how to do well yourself. Now, when I've gone in the past and tried to hire a graphic designer, not being a graphic designer, when I started doing this, I found that quite challenging. I didn't know what to ask them. I didn't know how to grade them. Like what is a good graphic designer versus a not good graphic designer? I had to do a lot of research about what makes somebody to be a good graphic designer as a contractor um, versus a bad one. And then it took a lot of time and effort for me to come up with a, a plan that I could then use in my recruitment process. Had I been a graphic designer, I would have found that easy. Now, I am a bit of a systems geek, so I can easily find people who are good at systems because I know what to look for. I'm basically looking for someone who's a bit like me, and I want someone who likes a lot of the stuff that I like because then they'll be good at it. And what that means is that once I find that person who is actually a bit like me, who likes doing a lot of the stuff that I like doing, who's good at the stuff that I actually already do, then I can give it to them. And that will free up my time. And that is the absolute goal you've got to have. Remember, you're a business owner. You're not a employee. You're not somebody who should be doing the work in your business as much as you might like to hold on to a lot of the stuff you maybe once did or maybe you're doing right now. The only way for you to actually grow your business is to let go and allow other people to come in and take over that work. There's a great book called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber who talks a lot about this. And actually that is the entrepreneurial myth that he describes. It's that if you are a good plumber or a good restauranteur or whatever, then you'll make a good uh, owner of a franchise of restaurants or a good owner of a plumbing business. 
and actually being a great plumber, so being good at actually connecting the pipes and, and making the water stop leaking, isn't a skill you need to run a successful plumbing business. What you need to run a successful plumbing business is time to be a business leader and to grow the team of plumbers. So therefore, that distinction you've got to make in your head is, what is the stuff that makes my business grow, makes successful? And that is things like building a team, about getting a great recruitment process, onboarding process, a management process, about building the trust and the loyalty in your team so they stick around for the long term. It's about developing relationships, about partnerships, about sales. It's about generating new crazy ideas or great ideas to take your business forward about products and and services that you offer. It's about delivering excellent customer service. It's all those things. It's not probably doing the one thing that you actually may have started the business doing in the first place. And that may be, you know, if you're a programmer, maybe started selling programming services or web development services, but to make that business big, you actually need to remove yourself from that. And this is where I think many people get it wrong, is they start trying to outsource stuff that they aren't already doing a lot of, or they actually hate doing, and they really find it difficult. And this is, these are the reasons why, as, as, as I've just explained now. So when you're thinking about who it is you should hire next or first, take a long look at what you're doing each day. And we use a, a strategy or a methodology called the, per, uh, the personal systemization plan. And this is where you really look at everything you do each day, add up how long it takes, see the stuff that actually is relatively easy, and you get rid of that first. And by the nature of it being easy for you to get rid of, you probably know it well. And by the nature of you knowing it well, you probably do a lot of it, which means it's probably something you love. And it all goes back to this. So, Bear that in mind, that the stuff you love may be the stuff you need to get rid of now. You can always take it back later when you're rich and famous and you've got all a big team and then you can selectively do whatever you want. But you'll probably have found more fun things to do in business than do what that one thing was uh, right now. And I'll give you an example for myself. I absolutely love technology and I used to spend a lot of time coming up with... Um, cool automations with uh, you know, APIs, if you know what they are. It's basically making programs talk to each other. And um, I'm not a programmer anymore. I used to be back in the day, but um, this is just using technology like Zapier and Integromat. It's really good fun if you're, into, if you're a geek like me. But it was such a time drain. And so I had to find somebody who could do that so that I wasn't sucked into that, so I could focus on the stuff that I needed to create my, uh, to, to build the business, like actually creating the course content that would then help more and more people in the world to do all the other stuff we also help people with. So this is a yeah, real life example. I've been through this. I used to be that guy. I thankfully, in many, most of the places, have now actually realized the um, error of my ways and started actually trying to replace myself in even the stuff that I actually enjoy doing because ultimately I want to help as many people as possible. And to do that, I've got to take responsibility for my role as a leader of my business. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. 
So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day, and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Oh,